So this, this afternoon, we are going to hear about God's determined and stubborn love for us. 今天下午我们分享关于神在我们心中的刚硬所做的事情的主题。Jesus told us a story to give us more understanding of the depths of God's love and to show us how we can respond to that love.为了让我们更好地理解神对我们的爱,以及我们如何回应神的爱,那么主耶稣给我们讲了一个非常有趣的故事。The parable of the lost son is a very incredible story for us. It's it's short. There's not a wasted word in the, the whole story. Uh,这个浪子的比喻这一段经文中所所形容的故事呢，对我们来说是非常深刻的，而且经文当中的字句呢是呃字字都有其分量。But before we read that story, we need to see the context, the setting of that story. 那么在我们读故事之前呢，要了解这个故事所当时所发生的具体的情境。and you'll find that at the start of the 15th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. So, there. And so, uh, Luke tells us, uh, starting in Luke 15, verse 1, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. 那么在路加十五章的时候,经文开始告诉我们说,众税律和罪人都挨紧耶稣,要听他讲道,法利赛人和文士私下议论说,这个人接待罪人,又同他们吃饭。那么于是呢,耶稣就用比喻说。So as Jesus taught, the tax collectors and sinners, the people that, they, that knew they were far away from God, were coming to hear what he had to say. 那么主耶稣说，呃，即使像税吏和有罪的人，呃，这样离恩典比较远的人呢，也来来听他，呃，听他来，呃，听他来讲道。They were drawn by the good news of the kingdom of God. 那么他们呢，都是被福音的好消息所吸引而来的。But the people who should have been close to God, the Pharisees and the experts of the law, the teachers of the law, were actually speaking against Jesus. 那么其实本应该离神而近的人，比如说法利赛人，或者是这些法律的教师等等，反而呢，呃，他们做了违背神的旨意的事情。They not only were speaking against Jesus, they were not happy that tax collectors and sinners were coming to hear. 他们不仅是在嘴上得罪了耶稣和神，那么而且呢，他们对这个耶稣和神讲道，或者是找这个税吏和有罪人的事情呢，也感到不开心。And so we saw in verse three that Jesus is going to Respond by telling, says a story. Actually, he's going to tell three stories right in a row that's going to address this problem. So Jesus asked a question to the crowd. He starts just asking, What would they do in this situation? What would just a regular person like them do in this story? 那么主耶稣开始问，那么如果你作为一个一般人，在这个故事当中应该如何呃应对呢？ He said, starting with verse four, suppose one of you had a hundred sheep and loses one of them, doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. 
Then he calls his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. 你们中间谁有一百只羊失去一只不把这九十九只撇在旷野去找那失去的羊直到找着呢找着了就欢欢喜喜的扛在肩上回到家里就请朋友邻舍来对他们说我失去的羊已经找到了你们同我一同欢
So the parable we're going to focus most on is the parable of the lost son. It's a longer story, and there's going to be more to consider there, but we need to remember that the main context here is that it is God stubbornly who keeps searching and searching and searching for those who are lost. 呃，那么这个浪子的比喻是第三个故事。这故事内容啊，比较呃比较长，而且呢有更多的细节。但是呢，呃，我们要记住这个是同样的这种情境。呃，那么也是向大家呃不断的在说明，哎，神是如何的执
浪费资产，就耗尽了一切所有的，又遇到了那地方的大饥荒，就穷苦起来。于是投靠那地方的一个人，那人打发他到田里去放猪，他恨不得拿猪所吃的豆荚饼充饥，也没有人给他。他醒悟过来说：“我父亲有多少的故宫，口粮有余，我倒在这里饿死吗？我要起来，我要到我父亲那里去。”嗯，向他说：“父亲，我得罪了天，又得罪了你。从今以后，我不配为你的儿子。”把我当一个故宫吧。于是起来，到他父亲那里去。相离不远，他父亲看见就动了慈心，跑去抱着他的，呃，镜像，呃，连连与他亲嘴。儿子说：“父亲，我得罪了天，又得罪了你。从今以后，我不配称为你的儿子了。”父亲却吩咐仆人说：“把那上好的袍子快拿出来给他穿，戒指戴在他的指头上，鞋穿在他的脚上，把那牛犊牵出来宰了，我们可以吃喝快乐。”因为我这个儿子是死而复活、失而复得的，他就快乐起来。那时大儿子正在田里，他回回来离家不远，听见作乐跳舞的声音，便叫一个仆人来问是什么、怎么回事。仆人说：“仆人说，你的弟兄来了，他的父亲因为他得因为得他无灾无病的回来，把肥肥牛犊宰了。大儿子却呃生气。”不肯进去，他父亲就出来劝他。他对父亲说：“我服侍你这么多年，从没违背过你的命。你并没有给我一只山羊羔，叫我和朋友一同快乐。但是你这个儿子和娼妓吞进了你的财呃产业，他一来了，你倒为他宰了肥牛犊。”父亲对他说：“儿啊，你常和我同在，我有一切所有的都是你的。只是你这个兄弟是死而复活、失而复得的，所以我们理当欢喜快乐。” So the story starts with a very unusual event.、Uh, what should happen is that when the father、uh, would die, his estate would be divided among his sons. The eldest getting a double portion. In this case, there's two sons. The oldest would get two thirds, and the younger one third of the estate. 这个故事首先就有一个非常不同寻常的开始啊。以往的故正常的这个。故事的开端呢，是因是这个从这个父亲去世开始的。那么，按照当时的情况呢，长子应该得呃，就是说其他人双倍的财产。那这个在这种情况当中呢，因为他有两个儿子，所以长子就得了三分之二，应该应得三分之二，然后儿子小儿子应得三分之一这样子。Scholars tell us it was not common, but it could happen that the father would, in essence, retire, divide his estate between his sons, but keep the income. From the estate, so he could live on that. 哎，那么呃，学者呃，通过学者的学习呢，还有一种非常罕见的情况，就是父亲还在世，但是呢，哎，就是提前把这个财产分掉，但是呢，父亲呢还会去收取这个财产上面所得的收入一样，天年。But what happens here is shocking. The the younger son asks for inheritance now to to just keep it. It's all his. Oh, so yeah, so so the younger son asks for his inheritance. To keep it now, and in essence, he's telling his father, "I have no use for you.、Um, it would be just as convenient for me if you were dead, so I could have my inheritance now." Yeah, in this story, so the son takes his father's inheritance and takes it directly to his father. So the father also takes his inheritance and takes it directly to his father. So the father also takes his And so we hear that he divides his estate and gives this younger son his share. 
那么，呃，尤其是在这种情况当中呢，这个父亲允许并且呃让这种事情发生，这也是一种非常罕见的情况。In case there was any doubt about what was in the younger son's heart, it says that not long after that he converts the property into cash, gathers everything he has, and goes away to a distant country. 那么在这故事当中呢，而且我们还看到了这位小儿子当时的这个心境和心态啊，他们他得到了财产之后呢，不久之后马上就把所有的财产都变现了，带到身上，呃，离开了。I think the emphasis on here is the distant country. He he is leaving and he wants to go as far away from family and his father as he possibly can. 当时这个小儿子想的肯定是啊，就是说把一切都变现，打发在身上，离自己的家人越远越好。but after he leaves, we see in the story that his life quickly spirals down. He goes from home and love, security and wealth, and he ends up alone in poverty, feeding pigs. Yeah.那么在那之后呢，呃，这个小儿子的生命却出现了一连环的下行啊，就是呃，每况愈下，那不仅去失去了财产，而且失去了家庭，失去了这个自己原来所有的地位。和自己所追求的爱情也没有了，那么最后呢，甚至沦落到呃给人去放猪这样子。One aspect of sin or one character of sin that helps us to recognize sin is how much when we leave God we begin to we we sin so poorly we sin to our own detriment we we cause harm to ourselves。那么我们当中的罪呢，有一大特性，就是说其中的自我伤害的特性啊，我们如何去。就是说，在我们的罪当中呢，一个最大的特点就是我们去拒绝神，呃，然后呢，希望认为呢自己离开神能变得更好，但是实际上却害了我们自己。But in verse 17, there's this major turning point. Jesus describes it as when he came to his senses. 那么在这个呃故事当中，十七节呢，就是这个故事的转折点。那么呃，主耶稣的口中形容这个故事呢，就是说他醒悟过来。Another aspect of sin that helps us to see that it's sin, that the nature of sin is how, when we turn our backs on God, how self-deceptive that we start to deceive ourselves. 那么我们当中最的另外一个特性呢，就是自我欺骗性啊，是我们如何呃背离神来欺骗自己的特性。I'm a family medicine physician, and I've had unfortunately this conversation many times to people to say, it seems that you're having problem with drugs or alcohol or, or, or something and it's, it's pretty obvious and they can turn to me and say no no it's it, it, I have no problem作为一个家庭医药医生呢我们经常面临这种情况在看病人的时候就发现这个人呢有可能对于这个毒品或者说烟酒呢有有这个在这方面呢会有问题但是当我跟这些人直接说这个事情的时候呢很多人确实
当我们背离神的时候呢，我们心满想的都是去如何掩盖自己、欺骗别人。那实际上呢，我们做的就只有是，其实正正在呃，正好是在欺骗自己。So Jesus says that the son comes to his senses, and he's going to make this confession found in verse 18 that says, "Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants." But we need to ask the question: What did he do that was so wrong? What caused him to make this confession? 那么在之后呢，十八节的时候啊，他想到要跟父亲这个说请罪的这个词语里面说，说父亲，我得罪了天，又得罪了你，从今以后不配做你的儿子，把我当做一个雇工吧。那我们在这个呃这段经文当中就想，哎，是什么让他变得这么有罪 ？We've already seen that he. Rejected his father, said, "I want nothing to do with you." But he also rejected all of his family and the people he grew up with, the, his community. He also rejected them. 哎，那呃，当时呢，在最开始的时候呢，这个人不仅去啊背离了自己的亲生父亲，而也背离了自己的所有的亲人和他所有社区的人，所所有跟他生生养在一起的人。We also see in this distant country that. He spent his money on himself and wild living. There's no mention of friends or or anything. It's just he turned away from his father and he simply cared about himself. 那么也可以看到，他在离开家之后呢，在呃很远的地方任意放荡，浪费资财，全都是他一个人自己在随意的花钱，哎，并没有想考虑或者是说有任何其他人在这个事情当中。In Matthew chapter 22. First, starting with verse 37, Jesus was asked by a、uh, expert in the law and asked, "What was the greatest commandment?" And it says, Jesus replied, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it: love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments." In Matthew 22:37. 那其他人在跟主耶稣对话的时候，问主耶稣所有的诫命当中最大的诫命是什么？那么对这个问题呢，主耶稣这样回答的：耶稣对他说：“你要尽心、尽性、尽意爱主你的神，这是诫命中的第一，而且是最大的。其次也相仿，是要爱人如己。” When Jesus says all the law and the prophets, he's basically referring to all the Old Testament. 呃，当主耶稣说呃这个律法和所有其他的先知的时候呢，呃，他基本上都是在讲关于旧约这个时代的内容。What I notice most important about this is that Jesus is saying, our every law of God, everything important in Scripture is really relational. It's our relationship to God and it's our relationship to each other. 那么主耶稣在这当中呢，我领悟到的含义呢，就是在所有的律法当中的这个条文呢。So as we think in our personal following Jesus, or as our corporate church, or uh, uh, things we are involved in, if it isn't based on relationship to God and relationship to each other, it's, it probably needs to be rethought. 我们在教会当中啊，每日的施工和我们每天所做的事情呢，都是跟我们与神之间的关系有关的。那么如果呢，哎，这一条违背了呢，我们就要重新思考我们所做的事。There's a story that is told by a uh, theologian, uh, Dennis Kinlaw,、uh, I think illustrates this a bit. 
那么有一位神学家啊 ，Dennis Kinlaw， 哎，讲了一个讲了一个事事情。He's passed away now, but he grew up as a child in the depression. 哎，那么他现在呢已经不在世了。哎，那么呃，但是呢，他在幼年的时候呢，却是一个呃有非常压抑症的这样一个孩子。He, his family didn't have much money, and he became jealous of children who could have money and buy candy after school. 小的时候呢，家境穷困，那么呢，他呢就对其他的有有富足家庭的小孩子呢，就产生了嫉妒的心。So he snuck in and stole money from his mother's purse, and went out and bought candy and hid it. 哎，那么他经常他以前做过的事情就是呃，偷偷的去拿他妈妈钱包里的钱，然后去买糖果，然后藏起来。But his mother knew what had happened, and asked him what he had done, and he lied about it. 当他妈妈发现这个时候事情呢，而且问他他做了什么的时候呢，他呢却撒了谎，去试图去掩盖这个事情。He states that his mother, with tears welling up in her eyes, said, "What hurts me most, honey, is not that you would deceive me, but that you would deceive the the heart of the one who loves you most, Jesus." 呃，当时呢，他妈妈是泪流满面，对他说。哎，那么让我真正伤心的呢，并不是说你向我撒谎这个本身，而是说你向着一个正在最爱你的人撒谎这样的一个事情。He states that years later, as he was thinking about that incident in his life, he realized that his mother didn't primarily talk about breaking a moral law or making God angry. She talked about that what he had done was personal. She had grieved the person who loved him the most. 那么在多年之后，当他回忆这个事情的时候呢，他发啊、呃，他发现他妈妈所所指的呢，并不是说他呃触犯了什么规则，或者是说律法，而是说呢，他就是说呃背离了那个最爱他的人。All sin really starts in some way with deciding that we are not going to love God, or and or we're not going to love other people. 哎，那么所有的罪的起源呢？都是我们心中有这个不再去继续爱神，或者是说继续爱自己周围的人这样的想法。So in the story we hear that he comes to his senses and he realizes, no, I really am not worthy to be called my father's son. I have sinned, and so he's, I'm going to go and confess this sin to my father and ask him to take me in as, as a hired servant. 哎，那么。这就是因为这样，所以这位小儿子在故事当中的这位小儿子呢，才幡然醒悟过来，想要在他的父亲面前忏悔，而且呢，向他请罪，说从今以后我不配你做你的儿子，不如做你一个你的雇工这样子。But on his way back, he discovers what we discover when we repent, that God has always been looking for us. His father sees him from a distance and goes toward him, filled with compassion. 就像神在我们悔过的时候的反应一样。那么，在这个故事当中呢，在这位父亲看到这个儿子悔过的时候呢，就大老远的走过来，而来去迎接他这样。And so the son starts saying, "Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am not worthy to be called your son." But the father interrupts him at that point. 这个儿子就照着自己想法说了，说父亲，我得罪了天，又得罪了你。但是在这个时候呢，呃，父父亲呢却打断了他。Jesus tells the story so that this younger son doesn't have the chance to say, "Make me like one of your hired servants." 那么在主耶稣讲这段故事的时候呢，也特意让大家认识到，在这个孩子没有提到让我当你的雇工吧
Because the father was not seeking a hired servant, he has hired servants. What he lost was a son, and what he wants back is a son. When we wander away from God, God is seeking his daughter or son back. And so the father does what one does with a son in that culture. You put the best robe on him. You put the ring, a signet ring that says, this is my son. You put shoes on the feet. The hired servants don't need shoes, but your son needs shoes. 那么这个父亲呢，就做了当时啊，父亲对儿子应该做的事情，把那最好的袍子拿出来给他穿，那把那个戒指戴在指头上，以证明他儿子的身份。那么同时呢，把其实作为仆人，并不需要穿的鞋
这位呃大儿子呢，呃，跟这个小儿子不一样，在多年就是在多年当中呢，是离这个父亲很近的，就在他身边。He says he's obedient to his father, but he rejects his father's pleas to go into um in, into this party. He rejects his own brother. He will not welcome him back, and he's very resentful. And what we have to take a look at this. The context of the story is the father divided the estate. He's complaining about slaving away. He's slaving for himself. He owns the entire estate. His father has literally given him everything, but yet he still resents his father. 哎，这位呃，这个大儿子呢，多年当中都是服从这个父亲的命令的，但是这个时候呢，却呃不肯与父亲一同欢喜。哎，那么也是在这个时候呢，心里跟这个父亲呢，就是完全是在两个方向上的。而且呢，这个儿子呢生气的原因呢，可以大家想想，在这个故事最开始的时候，其实父亲已经把三分之二的田产都已经分给他了。而且呢，在这个小儿子走之后呢，这个地方所有的财产都是他的。但他在这个时候呢，却因为这个事情呢生气，哎，对父亲呢心里面就心存不悦。So it's clear from the story that one group that's like that were the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. They they they, they were like that. Jesus warned them. In other places, saying, "You follow the laws of tithing, even even with your spices, but you have forgotten the more important things of the law: justice and mercy." 呃，就是说，这这故事当中隐喻的，比如说，有一组人就是像啊法利赛人和这个法律教师。那么他们呢，呃，学习神的律法多年，但是呢，主耶稣经常警告他们说：“说你们在这个呃学习神这个律法当中呢，有两件事情你们忽略了，一个就是神的公义和神的慈爱。” But I think that we should not end the story there, and simply say, "Oh, he was talking to the Pharisees. This has nothing to do with me." Ah, 那么我不能那单单就看这个故事，就说哦，这个故事是讲关于法利赛人的啊，跟我们没关系。We can also, if we do not continue in relationship with God and and our fellow believers, become resentful, become have superior attitudes, become actually distant to God. 哎，我们也应当注意呢。同时，我们应当注意啊，作为这个呃教师和这个在呃经常接触经文的人，就不能感觉自己呢是因为这个理理解的多，所以呢呃就呃反而做了背离神的事情。Now relationship, as the son comes back and he's a son back in the estate and such, there will be work. Relationship to God, relationship to his father, relationship to his brother, and and all. There is work. There is effort involved. I'm not saying there isn't work and effort involved. 当这个呃小儿子回来之后呢，那么在与父亲的关系的恢复和这个兄弟关系的恢复和其他人关系的恢复上呢，那肯定是需要做出努力的。But there's a very definite difference in how we approach that in our following Jesus. How we approach work following Jesus. 那么在呃，在做这方面努力的时候呢，呃，跟跟随主耶稣就显得非常重要。In 1986, uh, well, I'll say Kim and I, uh, really in increased some commitments to God. We started working at, at Shepherd. We started being part of Shepherd Community. Uh, we were doing short-term mission trips, uh, we, and then later we got involved in, in many, many more different Christian ministries over the years. I, when was that? 1986. Ah, in 1986, 年的时候呢，啊，我和我太太
我们开始做了一些比自己原来更多的工作，包括去参加短宣，去参加这个Shepherd 在这六年的服饰当中呢，那我相信我我我深感深深的感到啊，我这个努力上，如果说呃我是自己是呃为了神来做这个事情，呃来说呢。哎，那么跟我自己心里去想，我这个事情是为神来做的。呃，相比如果是我这个事情是为了让我自己生命更加显赫来做的，那么我心里面一定会有很多的怒气和心中很多的不满。In Revelation, Jesus talks to seven churches, and we're going to look at the first one, the Church of Ephesus, just briefly. 哎，那么在启示录当中呢，呃，主耶稣曾经和这个亚细亚的七个教会呃说话。Jesus said, I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardship for my name and have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. Jesus说,我知道你的行为劳碌忍耐,也知道你不能容忍恶人,你也曾试验那自称为使徒而不是使徒的,看出他们的假来。你也能忍耐曾经成为我的名劳苦并不乏倦,然而有一件事我要责备